So we're all just kind of hanging outside, drinking a little bit. I wasn't. And sure enough, you know, her neighbors called the police. And they came over. And so my buddy's got a pipe on him and some weed. I think, no, I had some. I think I was completely clean. And so they were, you know, doing the thing. All right, everybody, what's going on here? We're going to test you for uh, drinking. And all of a sudden, one of the other boys that we didn't know, he just gets up. We're on the deck in the backyard. And it's sort of like from where the back of your house is past your garage is like the size of her yard. And then there's like a fence. I don't know where it led. Somebody else's yard maybe or a park or something. I don't know. And he just gets up. He's like, fuck it. And just starts walking away. And the police are like, sir, what, sir. And they go after him and he starts running. So they grab him and they're doing that. They bring him inside and, and they bring the girl whose house it is inside. And they're talking to him right in the kitchen. She's got like a big bay window. And my buddy, fast thinking, takes the weed from Naj. And he goes over and he tucks the weed in the pipe underneath the deck and then sits back down. And then the cops come back out. All right, you know, breathalyzers, y'all are clean. You got anything on you? No. Okay, get out of here. So we left. And then a couple hours later, when it got dark, we snuck back in and <laughs> picked up the weed. Picked up the weed. Good move. Good move. Yeah, it was some good times. But I've never been busted with pot. Well, I'm Jason. And I'm Jules. And we, we doing, doing spookies? <laughs> Tonight we're talking about the uh, the spooky shorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we've been on a, a journey. At first, when we started doing this whole spook fest, I was kind of like, gosh, I don't want to just do like Friday the 13th. And I tried to like reach out. And granted, I had seen some of these projects before. I looked back on them fondly, and I thought, for sure, uh, they would get to you, if nothing else. And it really hasn't. No. Nothing's really panned out. I, I've I've felt the creepiness more than you have. Yeah, Ouija was a good movie for what it was. But you got you said that gave you a taste of the creepies and you wanted more. I mean, it did, but I don't know, man. Like, looking back at it, thinking about it, I'm like, gosh, I don't know. But it unleashed the hunger in you. It did, and 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 I'm starving. I, I'm thinking about watching Poltergeist. You've been talking about watching Smile. You've yeah. Been wa- ever since you saw the first trailer for Smile, you've been really wanting to get on that. If that lets me down, it's I'm, it's gonna. I'm gonna, you... I'm gonna pack it up. <laughs> it's gonna absolutely let you down, man. I'm gonna pack it up. I bet you it's not even good. I think the RogerEbert.com review is like two stars because mm-hmm. it was airing at Fantastic Fest or Fantasia Fest or something like that. So we we recorded Thirty Days of Night. <laughs> yeah. There's stuff we liked about it. I didn't find it mm-hmm. particularly scary. No, I thought the ending. Uh, elevated it a point or two on the spookometer as far as but we lost that Jules saved it wrong so that opened up a slot for us and then after Ouija Jules was like uh, let's get something spooky and I said well you know what that fucking Child's Play remake is not going to scare us time to open you up Let's see what we're dealing with. Not not at all. I don't even think it's going to be good. No, and you were like, well, we could do the first one. And it's like, have you seen it? I have a date with a six-year-old boy. So we, we buckled down, and we worked really hard. We tried to dig up short films that would give us the freaks, and we added one more movie to the mix uh, to replace Child's Play. Oh, right. But we're not doing that. I think we are. Or you, Tonight? You, no, not tonight. No, I didn't yeah, watch it. I haven't Did watched it. Did you watch it? it? No, no we can't like, do it. Oh, shit. <laughs> One of the things that I felt was most disappointing about this uh, short film run is Jules found out that there's a short that the movie Smile is based on called Laura Hasn't Slept. And I said, I can find it. 
after you said you couldn't. There are no torrents for it. They do not exist. It mm-hmm. has been scrubbed from the internet completely. One person on Reddit was like, yeah, I used the Wayback Machine to find the original short film contest it was entered in. It's just it's really hard to explain. And the link works half the time. Mm-hmm. Fucking not for us. Neither of us gets to see Laura hasn't slept. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's one of those things, like, it's a short, so yeah, there probably is not, like, a community of people that have copies well, I think coming out of their wazoo, you know. Yeah, I think if it had picked up heat before it picked up uh, producer heat, mm-hmm. then it would have spread. But I think the right people saw it and they were like, "Make this a horror movie," and where here's the money for it. We have to take this off the internet. But I mean, Lights Out is still, you know, it kind of feels like the same thing. But I don't know, Lights Out is like one minute, and I think yeah, Laura it's... hasn't slept is only one sequence within the feature length film. The, that girl the, is in it. The doctor when she when she's talking to the doctor from yeah. the trailer, I assume. Yeah. Is the one cuz that's what it looks like. Cuz the main character is the doctor. So we we really wanted to see that. But anyways, we came up with fucking five movies. Mm-hmm. Five shorts. I thought I had to, I watched a handful more hoping to find something spooky to present to you. I did too. And they were not great. They were all garbage. They, a lot of them were like, hey, this is fine as like a movie, but I'm not scared at all. Yeah. There's a fucking Neil Blomkamp thing for his Oats studio. Yeah. Called Firebased. And it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's a Vietnam thing with amazing special effects. And there's this river monster that can't be killed that they have to fight. It's really gory. Yes. I want your men to help us kill the devil. I think the CIA better start to explain what the fuck is going on here. You're going to have a mutiny on your hands. But it's oh. like 30 minutes and not scared. But oh. it's good. I'll recommend that, mm-hmm. but not for being spooked. All right, well, you want to do the lights out? That's the first one. Yeah, I think of the batch, this is my favorite. Really? Yeah, based on what I was looking for in a spooky movie. Unfortunately, I'm pretty sure the the actual lights out entity is on prominent display in in the thumbnail. Oh, is it really? I think so. On did you where did you watch it on did you rip it or did you no, it's just on YouTube. Okay, maybe I'm Two wrong. Two minutes. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, um, so I'm like, oh. Because considering how short it is, not having had seen that, that would have been nice. Two minutes and 48 seconds. Yeah. So, yeah, it's in a lot of ways, it reminded me of the, the Margo. Uh, uh, yeah, I was thinking about us trying to make short horrors. Yeah, except we just didn't have, like, a spooky face. But sort of a similar vibe. Lights are going on and off and noises and shit. It was, I thought it was really effective immediately when she first turns the light off. Yeah. And you see that figure. Yeah. Because when she turns it back on, I'm like, oh, maybe it was, oh, it was probably just the coat in a reflection in the, and then you, no, that's, that's a person. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Do they get closer when the lights are flickering? I don't think so. Yeah. I was thinking they would, and then I'm like, did they? But I, I don't think so. So she has like a really big light switch. Did you see it? This is like a huge square. So she tapes it on and then just goes to bed. I know. Wouldn't you leave? I would probably investigate a little bit further. Yeah? Right. You're going to go investigate where the monster is in the hallway? No, 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 no. What you do is you get something (laughs) that you can throw. Turn off the light. If it's there, throw it at it. Really? I think leave. I think leaving is the thing you should do. Out of here. Well, she's in her pajamas. She's not like me, though. She's not just I don't give a fuck if I'm in my pajamas <laughs> and there's a monster. Sure. Or a ghost or a creature. I mean, any number of things 
leaving, yes, probably would have been the better idea. But so she just goes to her room, doesn't close the door. No. That would, that would have been another thing that I did. If you're going to not leave, barricade yourself. But if there's like a night creature, Even what still, could, it's going to be in your the, room suddenly. You don't know what the parameters are. But it's a night creature and it's a monster because the light, it's gone then and the lights. the lights on. That's what she does. Sort of. Yeah. What's up with her bedroom? She doesn't have a bedroom light. Mm, I guess not. So she, she gets in the bed and. She's got the lamp. She left the light on in the hallway and the light's on in her room and all of a sudden the light in the hallway goes off. No, no, no. No, the door, she, I'm sorry, the she, door is slightly ajar, but it's she, not closed all the way. She hears the foots. The feet, the footsteps. It's creepy. <laughs> like a lot of creepy noises out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then the light goes off and she goes under her cover. I think so. And then her desk lamp that's right next to her starts going kind of flickering. And she reaches down to fix the cord because uh-huh. apparently it's a short in the cord. No, it's, it's that the cord is now somehow dislodged from the plug. But I think at one point um, when she looks out, the door is either now closed or open when the light's back on. Because uh-huh. the light comes back on in the yeah, hallway. She thinks she's safe. She does. And then so she you know, sticks her hand down and, and plugs it back in. And then pops out from under the covers, right? And that's when she sees the lights out, ghoul. Yeah, what is, she's like looking and what she turns and sees it. And it's like right there. It's on the other side of the, the end table or nightstand. Yeah. Hey. That shit's fucking creepy. Click, lights go out. It did it. Mm-hmm. It creeped me out big time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew it was a lights out monster, but it, it, it was effective. It was I got nice. the chills. It was nice because it wasn't, it was a... A new monster. Yeah. Right? It wasn't some gory thing. It wasn't like a devil thing or like a shadow thing. Or, and it wasn't some lame CGI thing. Or like a wet girl with long black hair yeah. over her face, you know? It wasn't a Ringu. And, and, and it, it, it just came in and it came out. Yeah. The, the lady in the, in the thing was stupid. I, I wouldn't have probably done anything that she did but especially hiding and covering like like a child <laughs> good stuff yeah it's interesting they made a feature-length film out of it i should watch that it's supposed to suck uh, i thought it was boring as fuck because there's too much backstory to the monster which makes it not scary I- i'm sure it would it's supposed to be just awful i turned off uh, the fog by the way yeah, it's supposed to be really bad. In the first half hour... The remake, by the way, not not The Carpenter. Yeah, which it's okay, the, the original. Yeah, it's fine. It's you okay. Know. It's I kind think, of a little boring. I think a lot of his earlier movies just coast on those fucking soundtracks, man. No. For me. Okay, here. Wait, Assault on Precinct 13, rad. Mm-hmm. The Thing, rad. You don't think The Thing is rad? No, you know, I haven't seen it in a while. But Dude, we watched I, it like last year. It's fucking great. I do think it was good when I had seen it. Yeah. I actually don't know that I think of it. I mean, he did the score, I'm assuming, but I don't recall any memorable aspect of the score in the movie. Don't Halloween? Know. I haven't seen that in a long time. I don't. Know. I'm pretty sure Halloween's great. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Christine was pretty good. Talking about Christine, man. It's okay. No shit ever came between me and Christine. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I really like Starman. I thought Starman was... Uh, I've never seen that. Oh, God, it's so good. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You I've should watch Starman. It. Starman's really, really good. I think we talked about it. Well, I don't know. Boy, I think Starman might be his, his secret masterpiece. Yeah. And then after that, I don't think I really care about him all that much. I like In the Mouth of Madness. This idea could have been turned into a wicked social satire, but instead the movie goes for ghouls and 
hallucinations and lots and lots and lots of shots of things that jump out at you from the edge of the screen, which is another tire cliche. It's too bad. So the remake of The Fog, I mean, it was garbage. Yeah. It looked terrible. All the actors sucked. But within the first 20 minutes, it was like they played five of what would have been like probably the top pop songs at the time. A song called Sugar by... You're my butterfly, Sugar Baby, one. no? Cocked and loaded, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't know, man. That's... Check out the boob. <laughs> you like me now? Practically. No, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this isn't even going to be worth just watching. Okay, so Lights Out was kind of a letdown. Mm -hmm. Dude, the, the weirdest thing about us trying to watch these spookies is that the movie i watched outside of all of this is the only one that's like really scared me when i watched jordan peele's nope Mm, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Man, there's a fucking sequence in that movie that fucks me up. When I think about it, I'm still wildly disturbed by it, and it, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, good. Moving on to the second short film. Yeah, I'm trying to look for the list, but I don't... Oh, I got it right here. In here this. it is. Right. I got, I got Teaching it. I got Jake it. about the camcorder, January 97. Yeah. By BDG. Mm -hmm. I know him from... Polygon. Is that he makes video games or video game videos? Video, yeah, some shit. That's bullshit. I love what I do, and let me tell you something. I've worked some days. I never really followed him or anything, but I recognized him, his face. It um, sounded like he made a bunch of short horror films, but it's just three. Yeah, I, there was like a playlist of like 40 or 50, but I don't think he did any of them. No, he just, the... I went to his, his page and he's like, these are my three horror ones. Mm -hmm. And this is one of them. And I thought this one was really effective and really creepy. Steady, use both hands at all times. That's some expensive technology you're holding. It's a father wearing glasses and wearing a 1994 sweatshirt. Got a mustache. Mm -hmm. Real dorky dad. Talking to his son, working the camcorder, telling him, hey, you're doing a great job. Oh, you're going to be the next Spielberg. Goodness. And, and then the kid just keeps rewinding the tape. But the tape's different every single time he rewinds it. And there's a weird desperation to it. There's the thing where they... he it, It's also pointed at a different spot each time most mostly the subsequent ones it feels like it's generally around his head the first one was on his chest but the second one or the third one maybe is where you see kind of a weird figure to the right That's like the maybe a one. doll or i thought a reflection. Like, is that a cardboard cutout like yeah i couldn't something tell. eerie it wasn't moving I and mean, it was small in scale compared to him so mm -hmm. i thought oh yeah it must just be like a cardboard cutout of like boba fett or, or something you know mm, but yeah there's something i am it almost looks like somebody taped up in garbage bags it's there's something unnerving about it mm. the goofy camera movements like it's shaky and then the dad starts saying why do you keep watching this tape you have to stop rewinding this i don't know what you're trying to get out of this mm -hmm. but i mean is the dad dead he says it's not gonna bring me back so i'm assuming he died and then they, left. in one of the next ones, he he keeps yelling out the doorway to the wife. Son, come take a look. That you never see. The hallway's always dark. Except for the one time it's not. And the, the thing is there. Mm -hmm. And he's like, who are you? Talk, goddammit. Who are you? Who are you? That thing was fucking creepy. That scared me. Uh, I was unnerved once again by the shape of a man, dark shape of a creature. Oof. I thought this was... Whack. Yeah, you didn't like this one at all. I did not. I did not. I didn't like the the dude. 
I didn't buy him as who he was trying to be. Oh, I thought he did a really good job. I thought he was terrible. I thought nothing interesting is happening. The, the figure didn't spook me out. Like when he's like, and the camera slowly pans around to a stuffed animal and then comes back. Is like, that when he makes the the horrible howl noise? Maybe. <laughs> and then, God. No, it was... Because, yeah, like when that figure's standing there, like the, the, the hallway is artificially darkened the rest of the time. So for that one time when the light's on, so you're like, well, something's going to happen. It seemed a lot more ominous when it was pitch black and he's just yelling into it Tons. that at any moment maybe something would come out but this was not shit <laughs> oh god no I, I really felt like it was sad the way he was pleading with his his son in the future jake <laughs> it's good to see you buddy you got so you're an adult some sad person watching this trying to i don't know what he's trying to do well but and the dad does he walk it, away at the end is it the son i imagine it's jake who well, else could it be keeps saying oh wow you're a grown man you're an adult and then and then he goes who are you to the video camera to us, yeah really pretty sure you're not i don't know man i liked it, it. had a decent concept and it was executed fine enough i just don't i mean it wasn't it wasn't scary it just felt like almost like um i don't know like a fake access tv send-up of things okay just a spooky doll and oh no the big figure and uh, uh, you know i'm definitely gonna watch those other two okay i like this guy yeah good good for you and good Ooh. for him creepy 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 teaching jake about the camcorder january 97 terrible terrible title as well oh i think it's good but it's probably what it says on the tape it does say that's that. why yeah but just ahead. doesn't make sense well it's like a it's a dream logic it's crazy but and i don't like that i don't like it no sir i don't like it surreal then we had the one that i the the only one i think that i suggested was there's people in the house this house has people in it there's that's what you wrote god damn it. that's what it's called you undermined <laughs> what did you just call it it says here in your text there's people in the house. Well, yeah, I couldn't remember what it was called, but that was generally what it was. Oh, and then underneath that it says, those titles aren't exact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was aware of this one. A guy that I watch, um, David Jaffe. Hey, it's Jaffe. I, I told you about him, I think. Uh, he was like the original... Designer. ...of the original God of War and Twisted Metal video games. Oh, yeah. Tell people your, your scheme you were cooking up to get listeners. Oh, to become a top-tier donator? Yeah. And then he would put up our logo and do a free ad for us yeah. i mean it's not a bad idea it's no. 50 bucks i just dropped 50 bucks on this um screen capture uh, software better talk to david jaffe so one night uh he's uh he's like 50 something now and he just streams mostly game related because that's just what he's been doing you know but this one night he was like baked out of his mind and it was like getting late and he just wanted a good spook fest for some reason and so uh people were like talking in the chat like oh you should check this, you should check this you know and i was aware of that one video um with the it's something titled something about a bear i can't remember which one is which i remember too many cooks too many cooks too many cooks is funny is there's a, the bear one is that the one about the prescription medicine the, the mom hits herself, herself with the car was, yeah and then but they're the side effects of the medicine side effect it's a medicine commercial right yeah. it just keeps going I love it. And she sees herself, and she's psychotic, and the psychotic one then gets into the car and runs her over. 
I gotta watch this again. I remember watching it and Jenny hated it. And it goes was too home. Dark and weird. And the woman's just busted up coming after her. And yeah, I mean, it's pretty fucked up, you know? Yeah. And he was watching this one when I turned it on. Um, and so it's in the background, but he's talking and... And I'm like, oh, that looks weird. Like, she's sinking to the floor? What's going on here, you know? And it's Adult Swims, as, as is the other one, I'm pretty sure. So I'm like, oh, I might have to check this out. And I recommended the bear one, which he then switched to and was watching. And he's like, ah, I don't know if I like this. And so I thought, well, hey, let's... This gave me like a creepy feeling. It, yeah, I mean that's the the unexplained vibe in a lot of these is kind of what gives me the creepy feeling. <laughs> um, like watching it again, like the dad is super cartoonish, so that kind of I, I didn't have the, that that original feeling that I did seeing a snippet of it now watching it through. But there were some interesting parts. Yeah, I mean, what's up with the guy in the basement? He's just fixing a pipe or something. He does he, he doesn't live there. No, he's just a fix it guy. But he's doing him. a terrible job. He's like banging on the pipe. Yeah, yeah, he's like fixing the furnace or something. So like the premise is that there's somebody watching these this camera footage because it starts off with like a VHS sort of screen. It says all these things and then it says there are people in the what is it called? Those people in the house. <laughs> this house has people in it. That it says that on the screen. And then I think a quick flash is to like a figure and then flashes to what we then see for the rest of the short which is various different rooms of this house with like hidden or, or like surveillance. security footage yeah. yeah oddly enough one of them is on the floor of the kitchen so we get to see the girl's face which seems like a weird place to put a security camera but so there's like a grandma in a lounger watching, watching TV. some fucked up show he's like doing pottery but the more it goes on he's saying kind of inappropriate things and wet wet like the inside of uh, a body a warm body now, just a reminder to everyone, I can, I can say, say shit, shit three, three times. times. And, and, or damn, or something. Ass, I don't maybe. think I was paying a whole lot of attention to that. Yeah, he's making, it's get sexual. The grandma's like, yeah, yeah, put it, put Jan in there. And, get your fingers in there. Yeah, I remember that. And there's like a little boy who's probably seven, six yeah, or seven. It's his birthday. Yep. Looking out the window waiting for people to come. Yep. It's decorated for his birthday in the living room. Yep. And the dad is in the kitchen with the mom and the baby and their like teenage daughter. Oh, you see, I you don't know it's the daughter at first too. I, it was just like a body on the floor. Yeah, which intrigued me because it was like three minutes I felt just before starts. they revealed that it's the sister. Well, and the it daughter. just yeah, it just starts and she's just on the floor and they're not acknowledging it. He's walking around and, and such, and then eventually a couple minutes in, I think the mom. She's like, been there for two hours. Let her do it. Let her do what, Tom? Stay laying on the floor. Like Madison, what are you what are you doing on the floor there, honey? Is this a are you taking pills? And the the handyman's in the basement, and then we kind of see the front yard as well. Now there's one point where when the boy's looking out the window in the beginning, he sees that deer. Yep. Did you notice the monster? Yeah, but you couldn't I couldn't tell what it was really. It was almost like an animated drawn monster. Mm-hmm. It was and it was white, it seemed. Yeah. So it, the footage was like black and white. It, and then it just sort of, right in the bottom of the screen, scurried by. And yeah, I, I was wondering what that was going to be. I don't know if we ever see that again. So, yeah, they're like, oh, man, I can't I can't pick up the girl. She's not responding. Did you, like, feel like the outside was a threat after seeing the thing go by? I thought anybody that went outside would die, or maybe this is a post-apocalyptic world where you can, can no longer go outside? Well, I mean, it's unclear because, you know, people are coming for the party. Not a good time to have a birthday party. Okay, I'm sorry. I really wanted to, I really wanted you to have a good birthday. 
Right, but you you didn't see anybody at that point, so it could maybe right. nobody's coming. But they well, do. When I, and obviously, I didn't see that the first time. So when I saw that now, knowing kind of the direction of where this is going, I'm like, oh man, like what? How how is that gonna fit in? It, it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's kind of a red herring, I guess. Um, and and, and he can't get the daughter up, and he's, she's stuck. She's stuck. Yep. The wife tries. What did you do? Her? Hanging out with what else? Can't get her up. They're freaking out. <laughs> She's, oh wait, she doesn't start sinking into the floor quite yet. No, the handyman's downstairs, he hears them yelling, and he starts getting, like, nervous. The little boy comes in like, hey, there's people here, and Jake, we can't be seen right now! And Keep him outside. Yeah, and so the boy just goes all defeated to the front door, says something, we don't hear or see it. He, why doesn't he go outside? I don't know. And That's then he sad. immediately turns around, does a, a George Michael Bluth walk to Snoopy music and starts throwing all of the party favors into a bag. Oh, yeah, that's a bummer. You know? Yeah, he's giving up. And Grandma doesn't give a fuck. Grandma sucks, dude. Yeah. Grandma sucks balls. Get your fingers in there. So then the girl starts sinking, and they're freaking out, and the handyman comes up eventually, and they're like... This is so dumb, because if she sinks through, she just goes to the basement. Mm -hmm. She's not sinking through into a different dimension. No, because while he's still down there right before he comes up you see her you see her face yeah and i'm pretty sure he looked up but, but instead he's got a fucking jigsaw yeah jigsaw the floor out yeah so he starts cutting the floor she's going through the wife's downstairs and he goes oh i got an idea and he gets a pole and he's like propping up the pole from between the floor and her face yeah i was confused about what the plan was there they bring a mattress down at one point for yeah to fall on but he's also ditched the baby with grandma he did and, and the... grandma is a wild piece of shit so she puts the baby on the floor immediately, immediately. yeah <laughs> and then the baby's wandering around the house uh-huh. and then of course my favorite thing the baby is crawling outside now well, and so while the guy's jigsaw on the floor, whatever they're cooking is burning. Yeah. Billowing smoke. He doesn't seem to notice. Smoke alarm's going off. The little boy, he's up in his room now, and he's taking out the party favors one by one and just, like, throwing them behind his bed. Like, he's got a race car bed in the corner of the room, so between, like, the corner and the headboard, he's just throwing these things back there. They rush up, push him out of the way, grab the mattress, her and the handyman. The dad's just downstairs, like, talking mad gibberish, uh, religious scripture, and they're just like, honey, honey, get the, you know, and the guy's trying to shake him and, and so they put the mattress down. The girl's coming through. The fire's burning. The grandma's losing her mind. The baby's outside. There's a bunch of people in the yard. She falls through finally onto the mattress. The camera gets funky and comes back and, and the mattress is empty. And I believe the family's gone too. Are they laying down now though? Are they on the floor? I, that I didn't notice. Because it goes quick. And then... They show you outside. And everybody's lying down. Yeah. Face down. On the ground. And then then it ends. And now it's like the Radiohead video. Mm -hmm. Music video where they've all learned the awful truth Mm -hmm. about life and they can't get up. They did did it to themselves. Yeah. And that's... Why it really hurts. Mm -hmm. There's a... They're manufacturing urgency and panic. Uh-huh. With the dad. Let us build up the power and the strength and the will and the love the to shatter the chains around us. Quick cutting and the fire for no reason. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's kind of a weak ending. It's just sort of, it's like Margot. It's like, what if we just do this? Did it give you a spooky feeling then? No. At all? No. Never once? It, it, no, I mean, I, I could see, I don't know if any of these people have like comedy roots or, or, or background. 
I didn't recognize anybody. But considering it's on Adult Swim, it feels like just a little bit of that edge is taken off. It's enjoyable. It's well done. It's uh, imaginative, but uh, yeah, doesn't really do it for me. Did you get any weird spooky feelings at all? I feel like the unnerving mystery of the videos is what is the thing I'm drawn to. Mm-hmm unnerving not quite scary but i it's a mystery i'm confused and a little i guess a little scared well they did a really good job choosing when to cut you leave a conversation to go see absolutely nothing or the boy doing something weird and then you come back and it's like the conversation has moved on and you're trying to catch up and figure out what's going on i thought the editing was probably the the real winner I felt bad for that little boy. Mm-hmm. Hated that grandma. Was he outside? Felt bad for down? the baby. I don't know. Yeah, the baby. Who knows, right? Yeah, I'm sure the whatever that white thing was got the baby. All right, that leaves us two more. They're both Ari Aster short films, of which he's, he's got quite a few. That's Ari Aster of Hereditary and Midsummer. What did you just say? Ari Aster? Yeah. Midsummer? Yeah. Hereditary? Yeah. He He's the next two shorts before we are oh, done. Oh, problem with Johnson's? The strange thing about the Johnsons. Oh, God. Yeah. I shouldn't even use this. No. (laughs) And Bo. Well, you got that one right. Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, let's... Let's do the Johnsons. I really like this actor. The dad? The guy who's in both of them, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And I just wanted to come in. Not to make it weird, but... Just to make sure you weren't feeling strange. He's dead now. Oh. He died at 61 in 2019. Oh. Should we shot... He's got a, a weird look to him. He does. I... I don't know his performance in Bo is really otherworldly and exciting and frantic. I, I fucking yeah. just love him in that. Was one. Bo first? I think they all came out around the same time in okay. 20, 2011. His name is Billy Mayo. He's born in fifty seven. I guess he was in the Perfect Storm as a C one thirty pilot. Ambos rescue two three one. We got a wet hole. He was Webb in Space Above and Beyond. Talk to me, Marine Lieutenant Webb. I want to report on that wreckage. Is that a jig bomber? We're scanning the debris now. But it'll take time to reassemble. He was in the Green Hornet movie as a police officer. Hello, officer. Can I help you? We're looking for two masked men. You seen anything? Yeah, of course. He was in Clockstoppers as QT agent. And then things I've never heard of. Yeah, he's got, um, kind of looks like General Akbar From Star Wars? May the force be with us. Yeah. Okay. He had 108 credits, bro. Like, he's got, um, 108? Yeah. Jesus. And I bet you a lot of them were like short films. And you're calling him uh, unaccomplished. I didn't, what? I didn't say that. But I don't think he's been in many. <laughs> he's got like bug eyes, you know, like it's almost like his eyeballs exist outside of the socket, but his eyelids still close over them. He's like a Simpsons character. Why didn't Ari Aster ever like use him for his movies? He's not in Hereditary or Midsummer would maybe be a weirder thing for him to be in because it's a very white movie, but. When why? did he die? 2019. Uh-huh. So he could have been in either one of those. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because he's great. He's great as the dad. I really... What about Bo? I think he's good, but I, I, I don't know what the character is. It's hard to place. Okay. Kind of feels like I should have maybe been a younger guy for some reason. I don't well, know. We'll, we'll focus on the Johnsons. Mm-hmm. Um, so he plays a father who accidentally walks in on his son jerking off. All right, shoes on, mister. Wait, wait, don't. jeez. Oh, I'm cleaning it I'm here. not. Yep. And tries to apologize and be like, it's a natural thing. And normal and, and to be expected. Everybody does it. His son's like, do you do it, Dad? And he's like, well, everybody does. I mean, he everybody does it, right? It. No, he says, everybody does it. Talks so, around it. So then you do it, Dad. I mean, it's common. Yeah. It's something that's natural to do for all people. And, you know, God bless his heart, but it is awkward. 
Yeah. And weird. He tries. He goes on a little bit too hard. Yeah. Does he give him a little smooch before he leaves? Kiss him He touches his face. Oh, yeah. He caresses his cheek, (laughs) which is weird. Yeah. And so he leaves. He goes out. I'll leave you to it, then. Yeah, fuck. That's a weird thing to say. Like, he's trying to be cool. He's... I mean, that's got to be... Bust that hog back out, son. In the 90s? That's when... Oh, I guess when it's supposed to be taking place. The kid. Because it's 14 years later mm-hmm. in the time jump. Late 80s? Mid, I don't know. Mid-90s, probably. So he's pretty forward-thinking. He's really with in, in tune with... Um, well, this is before American Pie with Eugene Levy trying to talk his son through fucking a pie. Well, just tell your mother that... Uh... But uh, we ate it all. He wrote the book. And so he leaves, and then the boy reveals that he was whacking it. To a picture of a shirtless dad. Yeah. Like, exercising or something? I don't know. He was just posing. But he keeps saying, I love you. I love you. So then then we jump forward, right, to his wedding day. And they're all together. His dad's like a husk now. Yes. He's got this horrible look on his face. Thousand-yard stare. Like, awful things have happened to him. Like, he's in the future, and everybody's dead, and he had to eat his own family, and he's killed so many people to stay alive. Yeah. He's got that look in his eyes. He looks like Bill Cosby right after the verdict. With those unseeing eyes of Bill Cosby's? Yeah. Okay. And the the, the, the feet. Uh, and so they're like grouping together to take the photo at the wedding. And we see that the son then um, reaches down and squeezes his dad's butt. And his dad's got a horrible look on his face. Yeah. His face barely changes, but you can you can register the horror and sadness in his eyes. So then they, the mom's looking, hey, where's where's the my boy? Nobody can find him. I don't know, ma'am. And so she just goes out by like the garage or, or something, a carport maybe. And she hears some noises and... There's a perfectly positioned hole, too high for a glory hole. So I'm assuming it's just a looky-loo hole. And she looks in, and the son, the dad is almost like in a trance. Yeah, he's so sad. Like, I'm thinking at this point, like, oh, does he have some sort of, like, mystical power over him or something? No, he's been sexually abused for so long that he's just going through the motions. And so the the son's just, like, furiously ripping off his clothes. Trying to suck that dick. Pulls the wang out and goes to work. mom just uh, turns around and doesn't know what to do and then she just composes herself and goes back to the party do we go to like the new year's party the dinner yeah his dad the dad's a poet and has some self-help books Mm -hmm. we see those he's a real tobias Tobias fugate yeah like (laughs) yeah i well i thought there was um they're they're having dinner this is before the party the wife the son the mom and the husband. Mm-hmm. And he goes, You want one of these? I'm okay. They're Belgian. I know. Thank you. I'm okay. I thought they were waffles. Beer. Beer? Yeah, because the mom goes, I'll have one. You'll have to ask dad. Well, they're dads, so you're going to have to ask him first. The dad's zoned out a bit. Takes him a minute to offer permission. Pass mm-hmm. the potatoes, please. Would you like one? And so the mom's like, Oh, maybe later. Touches the dad's hand. Thank you, honey. In a lovingly way. Uh-huh. Thank you. And then it pans to the, the son is just molesting the dad with fuming. his foot underneath the table. Yeah, so then it goes down and we see the foot. And then it's the New Year's party. The dad's upstairs basically just telling it all in his new book. Cocoon Man. 
Cocoon Man, yeah. He's wrapping it up. Well, and it's funny because they show, I think he has three books. Uh-huh. You could tell which one's the first one, which one's the second one, which one's the third one based it... solely on the titles. Because it's like, optimism, something's wrong, life is terrible, basically. <laughs> <laughs> the pictures, he's on all, all, on all of them, and he looks... Yeah, like increasingly worse. So he's trying to like turn off the computer because the sun comes up to get him. And of course, <laughs> he's getting the, the pinwheel of death. It the... won't close, can't close the program. And so he turns off the computer and the boy, oh, come on, Dale, let's go eat dinner. And <clears throat> so they do. And he then prints it off the book. I think it's the next day, right? He's leaving the manuscript for his wife. Yeah. Well, no, because the sun, yes, it's the same night. It's the same night. Puts it under her pillow. And he's, he's got gonna... on this. Hat, like he's gonna leave he's gonna leave he's got, running away got his hat on dad's running away yeah he puts a 150 page manuscript underneath his wife's pillow just sort of because she's in the bathroom and the son goes I, I forgot that toilet was broken I'm just gonna use yours no that's my wait a minute you, you, your mother's in there I can wait and he's shitting bricks because I mean the fucking thing is clear as day So, of course, he's in his study, and the son comes in with the manuscript, and he's just disappointed, but he's threatening. The son is scary. He is. He's very scary. I tell you, Dad, from a poet, I expect more eloquence. It's a an absurd premise. I mean, it's, for the most part, it's absurd. But they don't, they play it like it's like a lifetime movie. Yeah. You know? Um, so he basically says... And I'm burning this. And if I see another copy lying around... It's going to be more than a slap on the wrist. I promise you. Then, downstairs, everybody's leaving the party. And the wife is with the family, the husband and the dad and the mom by the door. And it's like they leave for some reason. Or maybe they were other people. It seemed like the mom and dad, but maybe it was just an older couple. They leave. The wife's in the doorway. And all of a sudden, the son is standing in like the study just beyond. He punches the wall and breaks a picture. The wife comes in like, what is going on? His wife. What is going on? And I'm just, I think I'm going to stay. I think I need to stay with my parents for a little while. I'll catch up. I mean, this is such a mess we're leaving them with. And she's just like, okay. And does he leave another one? Another manuscript? Why does he... Because he's in the bathtub. The dad. He's listening to like a self-help tape. He to have an awful day. In fact, he'll do the legwork to make it awful. Through the power of his attitude... And the mom's in the bedroom. And all of a sudden, the son comes up. How do I feel about locked doors? Because the door's locked. And he kicks it. Is this not just maybe right after the party? The dad's trying to relax? I guess is it is. a different day? Yeah. yeah, I thought maybe there was another. There is, but it's not now. It's so scary because the dad's just listening to his headphones mm-hmm. in the bath, relaxing completely. Yeah. He doesn't hear his son freaking out. No. He doesn't hear any of it until... And he takes off the headphones and sits there listening like, what was that? I find this sequence really scary. Well, yeah, it's fucking mortifying. It's terrifying. And then, boom, he kicks the door open and, and the dad in. is so scared. And then it cuts to the mom sitting on the edge of their bed watching television. But she can hear the dad being raped, I guess? Yeah, so she grabs the remote and turns the volume up. Beaten and raped, maybe? Well, so finally when we come back to the bathroom, we see the dad's hand gripping the edge of the bathtub in a face-down way, the direction of the hand. It's not his left hand gripping over, it's his right hand coming out of the tub, which indicates to me that he's face-down. The son gets up, his pants are down, he's soaking wet. Gets out of the bathtub, pulls up his pants, Put that in your book. and leaves. So yeah, he probably just, you know, 
rape the dad. And the next morning, now the dad, he's got another copy of the book. Are you sure it's the same day? It's like the next day? It's morning, I it think, It seems like it point. could be in the future. I, I guess it could be in the future, but the sun's still there. I guess I don't, I didn't realize, I didn't pay attention to what he was wearing. He's not wet. Oh, I suppose so. Yeah. And he's just down in the, the, the room, the den or whatever. But you don't see him. Mm-mm, because there's like, um... The dad's just going out. There's like, there should be like French doors, and then where they would connect to the, the partition... There's frosted glass, so you can make out the sun when he stands up and moves, but you don't see him. You just hear that voice. Are you asking me to get upset? I'm not asking you anything. Well, I'm asking you. Yeah, and he's just laying into his dad. Am I totally alone here? Am I just this abusive monster and you're some sad, helpless victim? Like, I'm just disappointed in you. You've always sabotaged everything good in your life. You've been shitting all over this from the minute we started. You never gave it a chance to be good. Well, he's gaslighting him. He very much it sound so. like you guys are you're in love. I've given wants... so much love to you. Everything I've ever done has been for you and for you and for you and to what end? You're my friend. And you turn this down from the beginning. God. And the dad finally just runs out and <clears throat> the son comes after him. And he runs through the yard and he gets hit by a van yeah. and kills him. It's weird because the guy that was driving, you catch a slight glimpse of him. Uh, and he's just like standing outside the van, like circling. He's not sure what to do. Never comes in. So the son's cradling the dad and the mom comes rushing out. Oh my God. She goes to touch him and he, don't you dare touch him. Cold bitch. Go call 911, bitch. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And the dad's dead so they're at the funeral right awake or whatever in the house it's just sort of like to establish things um then we see the son picking out his dad's most notable and probably favorite um sweater vest Mm -hmm. he puts it on and he's like i don't know slow dancing with himself or something and the mom is in the doorway she says something i want to ask you something isaiah and he turns oh you've been been standing there She's like, do you remember prom when you came home and dad was crying? He locked himself. In the bathroom. Cried all night long. Running the sink to hide his crying. Is is that when it first started? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. This is crazy. No, it started before that. I know that. What are you saying? You hear yourself? <laughs> you monster. And then a scuffle ensues. She, I think slaps, she slaps him. him. You don't warn me. And he fucking punches he backs, her, right? He backhands her. Yeah. I loved him better than you ever did. Then I think he punches her, and they're tussling. She grabs a letter opener and stabs him in the chest. I think it's more of the shoulder, but yeah. And he basically starts trying to stuff her into the fire. Which is really scary also. He's really sticking her head first into the fireplace. (laughs) And she grabs a poker and whacks him. And beats him to death. And then, yeah, gets up and beats the shit out of him. And then burns the manuscript. Yeah. Now I'm thinking you might want to hang on to that. (laughs) That's the only way you're not going to jail. Because there's no, if you're burning it, that tells me that you want to hide it, right? So then what is your defense? Yeah. You were grieving over your husband. I don't want anybody to know this horrible secret. Yeah. What secret? I don't know. You know, the strange thing about the Johnsons. Mm -hmm. I thought this thing was fucking amazing. You know, I did, but also, I don't know, man. Something about the material and the way it was presented, it just didn't land with me. Really? And now I'm thinking, when did it start? 
How old was the boy? Obviously before the dad even came in because he was masturbating to a picture of him. But that interaction seemed to cement consent in the boy's mind. After the first time, I mean, he's probably a teenager. You'd think he'd do something. Yeah, how, how did he never shut it down? I mean, that's probably not the point of it, but... That's just it. You would think he must be quite violent with him, but I guess, I think when it comes to domestic abuse and rape situations like this, uh, mm-hmm. people can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's probably the angle we're supposed to take from this. But yeah, it's quite wild that he's molesting and f- raping his father for... 14 years for some reason for me it it felt like there was some underlying comedic element that i i mean probably wasn't there is that putting a bad taste in your mouth that's what it is oh i think it's just the conceptually that it's the son and that the dad's kind of goofy looking well but the immediate scene feels almost like a tim and eric scene yeah, you know, honestly, yeah, like, it reminded me of Happiness, actually. The yes. Salon's movie. Perfect, um, perfect analogy. Because that's played in, like, a black comedy kind of way, like, when the dad's talking to the son about, like, doesn't the son say, like, well, why don't you rape me? Because he keeps drugging them and having his way with his friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever fuck me? Like, that's sort of dark, but... It also sort of felt like um, a father's knows a father knows best kind of approach to a scene like dad's having a talk with his son, but it's like super dark material instead of Debbie won't go to the spring sock hop with me, you know. I, I unzipped myself. You, you mean masturbated? So, but that was that movie. This, it, yeah, it sort of feels like they, they're setting you up for something weird and like dry funny, but it, it goes super dark. So when the sexual assault and depravity comes in, it leaves a weird taste in my, in my mouth. Like, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think there is. I when I think about Bo, I say yes. Mm-hmm. Ari, I think Ari Aster is relatively funny, mm-hmm. and I think yes. I guess we're probably mining laughs from the situation and the straightness for which it's played and the buttoned up niceness of this family yeah very suburban because they're doing a family photo when the kid's still young and he just keeps smiling looking up at the dad the mom has to like physically turn his head you know well made i loved it i mean it's it's interesting and original but uh yeah there's there was just something weird in there that maybe even wasn't there but just hit me like that 10 out of 10 oh Oh, shit. shit oh shit I fucking loved it. Wow. Not on the spookometer. Yeah. But it frightened me a few times. Yeah, because, again, like, we're trying to break down, after we watched a, a movie that will remain nameless the other night, last night. Um, For you, I watched it Friday. Yeah, we did last night. I'm like, what What? What? What would you call that? A comedy? Yeah. A, I mean, it's not It's like a dramatic. family dramedy. It's a comedy drama. It is a drama, but on, yeah. Um, a whimsical family coming of age right. with comedic elements. So, like, The Johnsons, that's a thriller to me. Okay. I mean, it's it's got, th- like, thriller elements. It's not horror. It's not drama. It just feels like a taut thriller, almost. I it's don't a, know. It's a dang half hour, too. Yeah, I was surprised by that. That's a long one. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. We haven't rated any of them thus far. No, but I just I just liked it so much. Yeah. I mean if we if you were gonna give it a ten out of ten, I'd probably land with a solid six. Alright, well this this leads us to the last one. I gotta blow out that candle. I think it's bothering my allergies. I'm uh too hot. I need a cigarette. Let's talk about Bo. Yeah, let's. This one's a shorty. Yeah, it's how long is it like seven minutes, nine minutes? Boy, it felt like one, but yeah, it's probably six or seven. God, I fucking love this one too. It's I just, interesting. I like it so much. It's 
it's interesting. It's the whole thing you're on, like, kind of on edge, because it's not the real world. Mm-hmm. It's almost like this uh, paranoid nightmare scape, like if the world was just tweaked a little bit wrong, maybe just towards you. It's weird. It kind of reminded me of Punch Drunk Love in a weird way. You know, like how, it, it's not like supremely over the top, but like, um, God, what's her name? His sister. Raska? Ra- Rashgap. She's like, you know, in on him. Hi. Hi, guess what? I'm bringing her anyway. Okay, I don't want you to. The other sisters are like... Remember we used to call you gay boy and get all mad? All this shit. Obviously, you know, the the brothers and it just... Everything's shitting on this guy. And that's what this felt like. But it was also surreal. Yeah, there's no happy ending for this guy. No, absolutely not. Fuck no. Not like Punch Drunk Love is an uplifting love story by the end, man. Honestly, I don't... He gains his power. Honestly, I don't even remember how this one ends. So we'll have oh, to, I do. We'll have to get into that. So it starts with... It ends It ends with his mom. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of oh, felt a little... Oh, I like that. Uh, he, so he's packing, getting ready for a flight. To go see his mom? I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's got his luggage, and he's got his key. So he's he opens up go. his front door. He's in the hallway of his apartment building. He's got his luggage there. He's got his key in the lock, and he's like, shit, I forgot my floss. That's something that you can get anywhere but so he runs upstairs leaves his keys in the door yep grabs it he's gone for no more than 30 seconds if that and as soon as he's coming down the stairs which looks right at the door he sees his keys are gone and he's like and he gets the terribleness of the situation immediately yeah so then he goes into the hallway and his luggage is gone oh yeah i forgot that that was gone too is this when the first guy comes by yeah guy comes walking really fast at him I, I think this happens before he calls his mom, right? To explain why he's not coming. I think it must yes, be that guy. Yes, it must be. Cause, yeah, because it suggests, oh, is this the guy? And that guy is marching fast. Yeah. He is unnerving the way he is coming at him. Mm-hmm. And he's like... Excuse me, did, did you by any chance anyone take the keys from yeah, my... What does he say? He's like... Fuck, pal. What? Hey, hey, wait a minute. Why did you say Some that? Shit. It's fucking scary. Yeah, it's... That's Ari Aster. Super brutal. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. And he just zooms right out of there. Yeah. It's so aggressive and terrifying. Yeah. It's not real world shit at all. So it's he, so crazy. He goes back into the apartment and calls his mom. Yes, he said I was fucked, pal. And she's not understanding Mm-mm. like about his situation at He's all. He's like, I can't leave. Well, first, his ticket was in the luggage. Yeah. Or maybe he still had his ticket. Maybe it was in his coat. But he's like, you know, they took my house keys. I can't. What? I can't leave. No. You know? Especially if they know that I'm leaving. So he um, ties a bell. No, I think first he hears more noises out in the hallway. At what point does he see that girl being carried around? Not The bell's already up because okay. he reaches up to grab it. I think immediately he just says, well, I'm not, I can't leave. And so he ties the string to the ceiling above the door and a bell on that so that if somebody opens up the door, he'll, he'll hear the bell. Mm-hmm. You, you know what? I, I would be sleeping in front of the door and have the door barricaded. Yeah. I mean, you can lock the door. He's got like three locks on the door. Yeah. I, why would you ever go upstairs? Just to, yeah. lock them all. And then as soon as one starts to unlock, you're ready for action. Ready to rumble. Yeah. So yeah, he goes upstairs in his pajamas and ring, ring. Just one ring, actually. It should have been two when the door opened and then when it closed. Although the, the bell should have then been outside of the door because it probably would have swept it because the string was long enough. It either would have swept it once it went past the bell, assuming he opened it up all the way, it would then be on the outside of the door. So when you close it, it would either bring the bell out and now the string would be fed through the closed door and the bell would be outside or it's not long enough and the bell... 12 seconds later. He goes down and uh, there's nobody there. Wait, no, there is somebody there. It's a tail leaving. It's a terrifying shot. 
It's like a. It moves perfectly into the darkness. Just a quick glimpse of the tail going into blackness. Because he's got a sliding door. Yeah. And it looks, you know, like a possum tail. But like a humanoid big possum? Huge. Yeah. yeah. So he shuts the door and closes it and he's looking out. When, when does he see the, the people in the hallway? I think when he goes to bed, he's he's hearing a domestic spat. And he's trying to, like, ignore it. So he, I think from there after that, he still hears them yelling, and then it stops. Now it sounds like somebody's in the hallway. So he opens up the door, he grabs the bell so it doesn't make noise, and he peeks out. And he sees what looks like a girl maybe being abducted yeah. or, or her assaulted. It looks assaulted. like kidnapping, yeah. He picks her up, and then she starts giggling. And Are they mean to him too, though? She, They're having their moment, and he's still looking, and she just sort of casually, just naturally looks in that direction and sees him. And she says... Yeah. Or get the fuck in your house, F word. Everybody's so aggressive. It's so scary. It's like the signal. Oh, where everybody's going insane? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. One out of two people just started killing each other. For no reason, these people are just psychotic. Yeah. And it's everybody that we've seen so far. So I think it jumps to the next day and he's calling like a locksmith. Hello, hi. And the locksmith starts cursing at him. I'm calling because my apartment keys were stolen and I like to... Hang off the fucking phone. What? You're all in a friend's asshole. Ah! He hangs up. And then he calls the police. 911, what is your emergency? Hi, so I just stole my key out of the door the other day and I wanted to report it to you. Why did just fucking tell you? It's so scary. Everybody keeps yelling at him on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I think then the mom calls. and You skipped over the burglar coming in. Oh, that's right. Does that happen during the possum thing when he's looking at the other door? It must be. And and uh, like a homeless burglar. A Joel looking motherfucker. Comes in with a knife. Like a Swiss army pocket knife. And does he stab him or he tries to he stab him? He runs at him to stab him. It hits his chest but folds back in. And cuts the guy's fingers and off. cuts the tip of his pinky off. Doesn't it cut a couple of them off? I think it's just a pinky. And the guy starts screaming. And he's gushing blood. He's looking at him. Look at and his does hand. he just turn around and run out the door? Yep. Forgot about that. Oh, I like that. It's so stupid. It's so bizarre. <laughs> and, and so now the mom calls, right? And Hi, Mom. I don't remember exactly what she's saying. Yeah, I can't remember the conversation at all. But then they go to... And we cut to the mom's side of the phone call we're looking at like a desk is there like weed on it i don't know what she's doing i think it's like weed i think she's rolling up a joint or something weird but she's got hairy hands possum she's like hands. A, is she a possum i think so oh i thought she was like a werewolf or something i'm wondering is she the possum that we saw fuck i don't know does he live in some weird world where everybody's pissed off and also some of them are possums this is, it almost seems like it's a mental illness short yeah it does it's wild it made me mental i was just wondering can you come pick me up man this this one i this it was is good. the first one i watched of this i watched johnson's second and i was just like wow I, I, if i'm watching a short i prefer that it's short anything more than 15 minutes and we're kind of pushing it those people in the house or in the people house or whatever it's like 11 it was like 12 yeah, yeah 11 12 minutes lights out i think was like almost criminally short in comparison Perfect. but it did its thing and i could see how that would get somebody excited to want to make that into a movie but i could also see how not nearly enough story to flesh out into a two-hour movie no they figured out one creepy scene i don't i hate ari aster's movies what has he done midsummer oh that's right and hereditary i didn't see either of those midsummer i despised mm. because Florence Pugh yeah 45 minutes into this thing i'm like oh they're just gonna kill all these people off until it's just her and then that's what they do yeah. but i guess the movie's about grief 
It's like a Hunger Games? Or? No, they're going to a summer festival in their friend's weird Norwegian town okay. that's like a cult, and immediately there's death. It's it's quite horrifying. I, I really did not like that movie one bit. Hereditary. I think Hereditary might be super dope, mm-hmm. but everybody was like, it's the scariest movie ever made. Yeah, they were it's saying so that, scary. They? Yeah, and I went fucking opening weekend so excited to be scared. Not scary. I think had they not said that, I would have really liked it tony collette yeah yeah and it's got some of the most amazing imagery in it too sure you should watch that i would like to rewatch that i think i would like it a lot more the second time but these shorts fuck this guy's great i think he's supposed to be doing like a horror comedy right now like a three-hour horror comedy oh god nightmare alley no that's isn't that the the del toro one that just came out Mm, with brett cooper bradley cooper bradley cooper i did not like that movie no okay you don't need to see it it's really long i'm not i don't think i've enjoyed any of the guillermo del toro movies that i've seen yeah dude samesies i the, the labyrinth one pan's labyrinth like, didn't do anything for me it's kind of weak and then I, it gets super violent for a brief period I guess they bash a guy's head in with a gun or no, something. no thank you yeah i, I like saw the, crimson peak i thought that was going to be a good ghost that. story it's not it's yeah. a boring terrible romance with a couple of ghosty things that's not good did he do lovely bones no that's peter jackson P- which right. is supposed to be a real sack of shit he did pacific rim oh that's right right i don't like pacific rim no no you know what i'm thinking i'm in your brain i know let's go fishing what else i every single i I keep thinking i'm gonna like his movies i like him he's interesting just that orphanage that he produced he did the hellboy one and two yeah i don't like those either and i love the hellboy they're like fine he also did the color of water or the shape of water shape of water i don't want to see which was like the fish guy from hellboy abe abe sapien i don't know if it's the same character or not no 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 no, look like him he also did i believe he did the devil's backbone which is what i was thinking that one's good that's when he was still in mexico he was also in the video game death stranding was a hideo kojima game call me dead man I'm well acquainted with the dead. Although it's his image, but I think they got somebody else to talk for him. But the guy that's talking for him sounds like he's doing a Gamble del Toro. So it's like, well, why don't you just get I'll, the guy? I like interviews with him. I like hearing him talk. Uh-huh. I did, wish I liked his movies. Did, uh, did you hear the... I did. Find a way to show the creatures, but not show them. I'll tell you, I liked Nightmare Alley for about 45 minutes when they're at the circus. And then they go big time. For like an hour, the movie is criminally long. Like they, they're they making a lot of money fleecing people. Hmm. And I think all that shit's wicked boring. And then I don't give a fuck about where it goes after that, really. Hmm. And then I guess I'm supposed to really like the end and it was okay mm-hmm. but no yeah. thank you all right that's all the shorts i don't know man uh, they're worth checking out yeah i watched one the the, the basic premise was a, a, a young gal is walking down the street and she sees a, a a mirror wrapped in cloth just like you know in an alley and it's like whispering so she she takes it and she sets it up in a room and she sits in front of it she just starts smiling and slowly brushing her hair the mirror is like talking the mom comes in eventually she doesn't live with the girl but she's like honey why what's going on i've been calling you for like the last day or two what do you what's going on honey she looks at her she shakes her and she's looking at the girl look at the mirror and so she like throws something over the mirror and the daughter like what what happened honey what are you doing you've been here for like days or whatever and then of course the cloth falls and they both look at it the mother sits down next to her the girl starts brushing her hair again and the mom's like touching her face like you know stab sound to 
two weeks later and they're both just dead in front of the mirror. I wrote in the comments like, so nobody, the mom cared enough about the daughter to come look for her, but nobody then outside of the mom for the daughter and nobody for the mom is going to come looking for them? It's like the mirror in Harry Potter that shows you the things you want to see. Whatever we want. Also, then the paramedics show up. Oh, do they also And they also look see in the, the mirror, mirror and they yeah. start stroking their beards. And, oh my God. And then they die. And no, then... thank you. <laughs> There's a sequence in the Sandman episode three, I think, that's similar involving mm. the Sandman's pouch of sand. But that one's pretty good. That's uh, disturbing. Yeah, you can watch all these fucking shorts we were talking about in 40 minutes. And there's, I mean, there's like, there's a shit 50. ton of these fucking things out there. Yeah, there's lists of like 30 of them everywhere. Most of them are not good. No. That I've seen, but I'm sure there's some bangers out there. But I don't know if they're scary. It's it's hard to do. I thought we'd it'd be easier to be scared by a short than a long. I kind of feel like the benefit of the long one is that they can, if they're, if they're done correctly, sort of slowly build. You know, these shorts, they got to be in and out. And that's why I think a lot of them do like jump scares. Because it's just like two minutes, man. We've really been coming up empty on the spookies. I don't know if is it just us or no. I think I think uh, I think it's just us, man. Because uh, every single like Reddit thread that I've been scanning for scary movies, people are like, "Yeah, Thirty Days a Night is terrifying." Uh-huh. People uh, people are scared of all sorts of movies. It's yeah, crazy. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm in in one regard, I'm I'm jealous. I would like to feel that. Yeah, I'd like to feel something. It's too bad we already saw Pet Cemetery. Mm. Rewatching, seeing that first one for the first time. I didn't see the, scary. the most recent one. No, I don't want to see that. But, yeah. but uh, Zelda and shit used to scare the fuck out of me. Mm. Yeah, when he cuts that old man's ankle. Yeah. That used to give me the heebies, man. Oh, Gage, what are you doing? Boy. He bad. <laughs> So, you know, yeah, that's it. Yeah. See on Facebook, Instagram, email. YouTube. We do filmographies. YouTube. I always got to leave one off. I forget. Yeah. Do filmographies on Twitter. Yep. Here's where the phone number comes in. 763-634-1897. And then uh, check out the Soda Review podcast. Yeah. Although I haven't done one in weeks now. Listen, listen to the Soda Review podcast. <laughs> JW Conglomerate on YouTube. Yeah. Or just... You know, YouTube search for the Soda Review Podcast. There's a few episodes up on Anchor, too. I think I topped out after the 20th or something, but... Hell yeah. If you want to hear more horror movie podcasts after listening to us talk about them, Werewolf Ambulance is a great horror movie podcast. Hmm. They have done hundreds of episodes, I think. I've been listening to a ton of them recently. Yeah. You know what? You go through phases where you listen to like one podcast and you listen to so many episodes of it, mm-hmm. and then you burned out and maybe listen to it sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I've just been going right to Werewolf Ambulance. I'm like, oh, that movie sounds stupid. Let's listen to them talk about it. Yeah. And I mean, if you really want, while you're on the YouTube, look up uh, and get more ups. Oh. And then look up a little short called, uh, well, there's two. Oh. The one is called uh, Margo. Yeah. And the other one is called Hammer. I was confusing the two. I was trying to remember. I they're separate. Yes, mm-hmm. both. The it's... Hammer one was shot by Wood. They're okay. Yeah. I mean, they're no worse than <laughs> some of the other stuff out there that's got more money behind it. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Goddamn right. Well, I've been Jules, and I've been Jason, and we tried to do some spookies. Yeah. See you next week.